Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. I'm really excited today to have Deacon Hayes from Wellcap Wallet, and he has some great insight, I think, on the new kind of newish platform of TikTok. So I wanted to kind of have him on here and talk more about that because I hear a lot of bloggers and influencers who are, you know, experimenting, dabbling in TikTok and finding some success. And Deacon, do you want to tell us more about you and like kind of what your platform is and that sort of thing to get started with? Sure. So yeah, I started a site called wellkeptwallet.com and it really was just a way to to share our story of paying off our debt. And we paid off 52 grand of consumer debt in 18 months. And so it was like, hey, how could I help other people like figure out how to organize the debt paid off as fast as possible? Uh, so I just shared tips on there. And then, you know, over the years, I kind of migrated to YouTube and now TikTok and just trying to figure out new ways to, to impact people. And so that's kind of what I've been doing. Awesome. And I think the first time that I saw you on TikTok last year, you were like repping kids books, I was. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. So I was getting stir crazy in lockdown. So in, in Arizona, like they had lockdown, they had curfews, like it was, it was kind of intense. And so I'm like, Hey, I wonder if I, you know, could, I, I started looking at TikTok myself of like, you know, to pass the time. And I'm like, I wonder what I could do on here. And then I thought, what if I wrapped children's books because I've got two young kids and I just thought, Hey, uh, I love to rap. And so I like, I'm going to combine these two things. If I read children's books every night and I like to rap. And so I started doing some TikTok videos on, uh, on that. And it was, it was fun. I have seen your rap in action, um, on karaoke stages quite a few times. <laughs> I believe, I think we first met at FinCon, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great conference. I miss going to conferences. <laughs> I know. I know in-person events in general. Yeah. 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 So what made you decide, you know, at that point, like to spend time on TikTok? Like, cause I know you were kind of passing the time at first, but like, where did that transition come when you switched away from doing that and focused more on like introducing kind of your budgeting talks, right? Is that what you kind of switched to doing? Yeah, more like personal finance related because like making money and investing are big parts of what I do now. Okay. But uh, I think I switched because uh, I saw that YouTube, or not YouTube, um, TikTok was much more generous than say YouTube with how many views your video got. I'm like, gosh, I get I get more video views of people watching me rap than I do about people with personal finance on YouTube, right? right. And so I thought. Well, I wonder if I, I just took my content that I was putting on YouTube that's only getting a few hundred views and see if I could repurpose it or do new videos uh, and see what happens. And so it's crazy because one of the videos got over 550,000 views, wow. which I, I've never gotten on YouTube ever. Right. And so I was just like, okay, this is, this is the next thing, right? Like this right. is where people are at. Uh, this is how creators can get their message out there. Um, and so really just found that like, okay, I like YouTube, but I think TikTok is just going to be better for what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 
That's really interesting. I, I can remember that during the pandemic, I heard people talking about it. People were sharing things. And so then, yeah, I kind of got into it. Like as a user, I really enjoy dancing a lot. And I was really intrigued by like just the different things people were doing on there and the way they were doing it. And I remember thinking like, people are so creative, you know? And so it was hard for me to figure out like where I fit in that space. And seeing people like you who are able to take regular day topics and give advice on them, you know, like you don't have to necessarily like sync it up with a song or like, you know, do all that video editing. You're able to just sort of feel on that platform and use it as a video platform as well. So can you just kind of explain like, what are the different ways that people are using TikTok beyond just like, I want to make swish swash change my face in the mirror videos or like <laughs> it's been a minute since I was on TikTok just to say. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because when you first get on TikTok, that's all you get is people dancing and just silly stuff. Right. Uh, but as soon as you start to like certain things, it, it, it will just throw random things in there. And there's like a psychologist and he, he'll just talk about uh, human psychology and why people in relationships, you know, struggle and yada, yada, yada. Right. I'm like, Oh, this guy's pretty smart. I'm going to like his video. Right. And then I'm, and then there's um, other personal finance people on there and I'll like their video. And all of a sudden my TikTok feed totally changed. And now I get stuff that's really intriguing to me and it's very little silly dancing, that kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that stuff, right, but right, I, right. I like it from like an educational standpoint of, Hey, how can you break down something complex in less than 60 seconds in video form? Yeah. And that's what people are doing on TikTok. And it's just fascinating to me because YouTube, you have to do 10 to 15 minute videos. And sometimes I have the attention span of a net, right? right so exactly. Like, I'm the same way. Spend, spend 15 minutes watching a YouTube video. Like I'll put it on 1.75 speed yeah. so that I can just get through it. Where TikTok, like I can easily digest 60 second videos. And if, if it's good enough, I'll just keep watching new ones, you know? Gotcha. And so that's, that's what I've found is that people are, if they like your stuff, they'll just keep, they'll watch the rest of your videos, right? So after I got that one video that went viral that I noticed people started watching all the other videos that I created, right? Uh, so it, it is a very interesting platform on how that works. Yeah. So pretty much you don't have to be limited. Like you can be creative in the way that you think about your platform, um, and how you can kind of fit into TikTok, especially with TikTok being a newer platform. I think the way of all social media that's new is like early adopters tend to benefit really well from that um, early days of when, you know, like they're working on all their algorithms and they haven't started like monetizing the platform in extreme ways or whatever, you know, Um so I feel like it's one of those things where I think, you know, I mean, do you feel like this is the time to do it? Like, do you feel like this is like the prime season to really get in there and start putting videos? Yeah, I think it's still, there's still a lot of room for growth. Um, I will say that like there are people that like they have millions of followers because they started a year or two ago, right? right so right. there's definitely like, that was more, I think the earlier adopter okay, phase. Gotcha. But I will say, I watched a video the other day and the guy had one video and he had like 2 million views. And I, I, I was just blown away at like, this is, it just was yesterday, gotcha. two days ago. So that just tells me if you create good content, that, that what the parts of the algorithm that it, it's very similar to YouTube, it's duration. So they like, did they watch the video all the gotcha. way through? Uh, and it's repeating, right? Do they watch it more than once? Right. Cause maybe hmm. it's funny or maybe it's educational. 
So they're like, oh, I missed something. So I'm going to watch it again. Right. So it's really like if you get people to do those two things, like it will just continue to show your video to more people. Oh, it's that's like, good yeah. So it's, and it's like, so can you do something in 60 seconds that you can, you know, captivate people and get them to watch again? And if you can mm-hmm. do that, you can be successful on TikTok. Yeah. And 60 seconds is not that long. You can do 15 seconds. You can do mm-hmm. 10 seconds. Like there's a lot of short videos. So like Reese Witherspoon, she, she played the song by, um, dirty heads called vacation. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm on vacation. And literally it's like eight seconds long. And she probably had 200 and something thousand mm-hmm. likes. Right. Like in the view, it probably had millions of views and it was right. less than 10 seconds. Right now she's Reese Witherspoon. So people know who she is and right. she, they, they think it's funny or whatever, but I'm just saying like you could do stuff with less than 60 seconds and still be successful on there. Do you know what the demographics of TikTok are like as far as age? So it definitely trends younger, but I will say it's fascinating to me, the amount of people that are like in their, say, you know, 30s to 40s, right? Because you would think that it would be for the young crowd. But if you if you look at the people that are really on there, and I'm, I mean, I consider myself still somewhat young, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say there are a lot of people that are kind of more like professionals, right? 30s, 40s that are on there that are enjoying it um, and really getting a lot of value out of it. I've noticed... Is it Instagram with the reels? It feels like they're trying to kind of go toe to toe with TikTok a little bit. They totally are, but they're limited because theirs are like 30 seconds, which I think is kind of silly because for instance, what I want to do as a creator is I want to create my 60 second video and push it out to all the platforms. Right. Right. And I'm like, but Instagram reels is only 30 seconds. So now I have to figure out how to make my 60 second video 30 seconds Mm -hmm. uh, or I post it on my feed. And it's just like, it it makes it more complicated. So I don't know if they're going to be as successful just because they have that limitation. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's really interesting. Um, Okay. So how do you feel like TikTok overall kind of supports the goals that you have for your platform? Yeah, it's interesting. So I, I can't really point to a dollar that I've made from right. TikTok, right? But what I can say and what I what I look to do is influence people, right? I want to help people transform their lives. And so to be able to have almost 15,000 followers on there now, it means I know that we have another platform where we can reach people with sound financial advice, right? Mm-hmm. And someday, hopefully, we can make revenue on the back end. Right, right. Uh, but for right now, we know that we're reaching people and, I, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. So yeah. Awesome. So I've heard, um, like at least on my, you know, my side of things, like uh, with having kind of a thr- like a thrifty lifestyle blog and being involved in a lot of sponsored content networks and stuff, I'm starting to see a lot more TikTok related offers coming through. So like where before it was about Facebook or it was about other platforms, now I see it so much more centered around Instagram and TikTok TikTok influencers as far as like getting sponsored opportunities and things like that. So I definitely feel like brands follow trends with (laughs) social media. And so I think if you're wanting to work with brands like, and, you know, TikTok fits within your, you know, target audience in some way, it can be a great place to go if you're looking to monetize in that way, you know? And so my other question to you is what strategies do you feel like you've been using and what, what do you feel like is really working right now? It sounds like you said, you know, that you're trying to get people to watch for the duration and watch it again. But like when you go to create these videos, like what do you feel like you have to do in a 60 second time period to keep people engaged in that conversation or however long you're doing it? Yeah. So the video, I'll give you the video example that, that 
did the best, right? And so uh, it was this, it was about the stimulus check that came in, I would say, like late January. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a lot of people that are like, do I qualify? Um, do my kids qualify? What is it all about? Are we actually going to get it? Like, there's all these questions that people had. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do all the research possible. I'm going to look at all the different news sources. I'm going to compare, make sure what's accurate, what's you know, hearsay, all that kind of stuff. And then I'm going to break it down and give you just the nuts and bolts of like, here is what is happening. Right. And here's what to expect. Um, and I think because of that, people were like hanging on every word. Right. Cause they're like, I want to know, I want a, a credible outlet. That's going to tell me what's happening here. Right. Because people are struggling with their money that, so, so I will say that I bet you people watch that a couple of times because they're like, there's so many details gotcha. in it and you know, and, and, and here's the other thing is there's a lot of engagement around it, right? People asking questions like I have a 17 year old kid, does he qualify? Um, so I think that uh, that was helpful. Uh, but then I quickly realized, like, I don't want to be the stimulus guy, right? Like, I don't right. want to be doing videos on stimulus stuff. <laughs> uh, it was just like, hey, I knew people were struggling. I knew this was happening. And I wanted to be the guy that said, hey, here's here's what's going to to expect so that you have the real, the real information, right? You're not misled. Um, so I will say um, I have not recreated that success. Uh, I have had videos that have had, you know, thousands of views after right. that. Um, but I think that that's the challenge is kind of finding your groove and your niche. Uh, one of the things that I really like is those conversation videos. So those do pretty well where it's like you're, you're two different characters. You're like Eddie Murphy from back in the nineties when he did like, what was it? Uh, what was that movie? Doc, not Dr. Doolittle. I forget what it was, but it was some movie where he was multiple different people. Like he was like a grandma. Oh, uh, the Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. Yeah. So it's like people do that all the time. They'll be like multiple characters. They'll be themselves, but they'll gotcha. wear a hat. So they'll wear a different, and, and then they'll have an angle. This guy talking over here and this guy talking over there. They're having a conversation about, Hey, I heard about, you know, index funds. What's that? And then the other guy's telling us the expert, Oh, an index fund is a basket of stocks, you know? Yeah. Uh, that type of stuff does pretty well on TikTok as well. Just trying to be as helpful as possible. Just like when we write blog content on our blogs, like the focus is trying to deliver quality content. You want people to hang around. You want people to be <laughs> engaged, interested, and in that you provide value in whatever you create. And that just seems to um, always serve us well on any platform. I think when we put the effort into quality content up front. Yeah, and I think... Now, here's the part that I think has been more challenging for me is entertaining quality content, right? Because I think in written form, it was very much like factual for me. Yeah. It was very much, hey, here are the details. And now on like TikTok, I feel like there's like an entertaining aspect. So like I did this one video about what to do with your stimulus money. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm the young, young guy getting a stimulus check. And I'm like, I'm going to get an Xbox three, you know, Xbox yeah. Series X or whatever. Um, and so just trying to be like, okay, what does the person on the other side, what are they thinking? It will be interesting to them and entertaining. And uh, so that's another component kind of to add to that. Gotcha. All right. So overall, you feel like you've had a lot of fun, obviously, <laughs> on TikTok. Um, how do you manage all the comments that you get? Because I think the engagement is important, but like, you know, on a video that has that many views, if you're getting a lot of comments, like, does it take you a lot of time to respond to those things? I will say it was an adrenaline rush, though. I've never had anything like we've gotten 
we get decent traffic. We get like five or yeah. 600,000 people a month to Wellcap Wallet, which is incredible. Yeah, it is. But we don't get quite that amount of comments, right? Like people just don't engage on the websites. But like on the video, it was like an adrenaline rush because people like, it was like every three seconds, like new comment, new comment. And you're like, and then uh, to be honest, like I'm, I, I'm educated. I'm, I'm an expert, but I don't know, especially with something like the stimulus, like I don't read 800 pages of documents. Yeah, right? so yeah. I, don't, I don't know every answer. So then it kind of made me want to research like, okay, this person has this question. I'm viewed as the expert on this. Let me go to my credible sources and find the answer and then return to them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I did it myself. Like, and, and on, on our blog, we have someone that manages comments, but I thought on my, on my TikTok where I'm more, the, the expert right. people are looking for advice. I actually did it myself um, and I enjoy it. So, I, I mean, I think if there became a time where I didn't enjoy it, then I might outsource it. But for now, I just kind of do it myself. Yeah. So as far as like, if you're a blogger who's thinking about using TikTok, like, do you have any general advice on like things you kind of learned that you would want to pass along or like, you know, advice that you have or like maybe things that you did at the beginning where you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done Like, I would do that differently if I did it again. Yeah, I would say don't do, don't wrap children's books at, at the beginning. I, cause what I found, like people like a specific type of style. Like, so for instance, I'll give you an example. There's a guy that I follow on TikTok that he will wrap to any three words, right? So he'll say, Kim, give me three words. You give him three words. And then he wraps those in, 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 in freestyle. Right? right. But if, if he does other videos, I don't watch him because I've kind of been, I've been trained that this is why I watch this guy. Right. So you kind of have to figure out what is your niche? Like, what are you going to do? Because that's what people, when they, they like your video and they, they see it, they're going to want to get more of that style. So unfortunately you get kind of pigeonholed in that, I think. Um, So I would just say, figure out like, Hey, what, what is your lane that you want to go in? and then stay in that lane um, and, and you'll be successful with it. Because I, every time I try to get outside that lane, I see the views are drastically different, right? Okay. People, just, uh, So it's really just kind of picking that lane and, and sticking to it. Okay. Well, thank you, Deacon, so much for coming and talking to us a little bit about TikTok. Uh, apparently I'm very late to the party as normal when it comes to social media platforms. Generally speaking, I like to let everyone else be early adopters. <laughs> I let everyone else be the guinea pig. And then I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll spend time here. Uh, so I really appreciate that you just took time to kind of talk to us today about the platform and how you've been able to kind of use it as another outlet to reach a new audience for your your platform, your business, um, and also to, you know, just serve people and be able to give them information um, in an entertaining way is what we learned about today. <laughs> I think that's going to be really interesting um, to see how people are able to incorporate entertainment to value, you know, because with, um, with YouTube, I think a lot of people just go there for the purposes of tutorials and stuff like that. But with TikTok, there's that like information slash entertainment element that I think is very interesting. So I'm glad that you brought that up and shared that with us. Um, we appreciate your time. So everybody can find you where? Yeah, so on TikTok, it's at the Deacon Hayes because somebody else took Deacon Hayes, which is amazing. So I'm like, there can't be more of me out there. So at the Deacon Hayes on TikTok and wellkeptwallet.com for those that want to go online. So thank you so much, Deacon. I hope you have a great day. Awesome. Thanks, Kim. Okay. So before you go, 
If you are interested in learning how to create a new source of passive income on your blog, I want to encourage you to get my brand new freebie for my Just Keep Blogging listeners called my Impulse Offer Cheat Sheets. So again, this is a way for you to set a new stream of income on autopilot. And these are literally checklists that walk you through everything that you need to do step by step to be able to get this thing in place on your website. So if you want to get your hands on these cheat sheets, all you need to do is text the word sheets, S-H-E-E-T-S to the number 44222. Again, that's S-H-E-E-T-S to 44222. And if you go through this, you will have a new stream of passive income set up on your blog. And that's what I'm all about. Helping guys create new sources of passive income for your blog-based businesses. So get your hands on those and I'll talk to you again soon.